0: We have seven chickens now. We had 10 chickens before. We would take our own eggs and use your egg yolks. And, and then there was cognac and yeah, brandy, uh, cognac, rum, and bourbon, and then heavy cream, uh, some half and half, wow. a bunch of sugar. It was so good. It was so good. Um, Sounds amazing. Yeah. And then, then what was amazing, too, is when my wife and I got onto the scale um, at the end of the <laughs> month. <laughs> and we're like, oh, dear, the eggnog.
1: everybody. Merry Christmas. It is December, which means all things Christmas. I am Jamie Zarlingo. I am a brand specialist here at Atlas Medstaff. I also have here with me Brian Peterson. Hi. And um, Elizabeth Porter with Hello. Accounting. We also have one of our new remote recruiters, Peter, with us. Thank you for joining the podcast.
0: Pleasure to be here.
1: So Peter's actually here for our holiday party. This will air after the party, but um, we have a ton of remote people here, so it's great to have them here. It definitely feels more full and fun with more of the Atlas family here, so glad to have you. Thank you. We love Christmas time. So Brian and I, if you remember, we had our limited podcast, Scary Stories to Tell at Atlas because we love spooky season. We also love Christmas time. Yes. So we wanted to do another limited series all about Christmas and all the things that come with it. Um, gift giving. All the holiday specials, the food, the drinks, traditions, Christmas memories, you name it. So that's what this podcast is for. And we've invited some of our fellow recruiters, accounting, compliance, all of the above to share their stories with us.
2: You've, you've pretty much nailed all the things I like. <laughs> I have a very, like, uh, more is not enough, like, personality. Okay. And Christmas time is the best for that because it's just you know you eat all the time and oh yeah it's always okay to have drinks
1: it's always okay to well, just overindulge. Yeah, and that's what time. I do all the time. So it's like a little bit more... Nobody in, judges you at yeah, Christmas yeah, time for judgy. it. Yeah, less judgy. I mean, it's
2: still there, but uh, you you didn't say gift-getting, and that's my other favorite thing that's to do. True. My Give favorite them. is
3: gift-giving.
2: Well, we're going to make a good team, I like to get them. I like, but I also like, I to like them.
3: finding things that people like and, and surprising them, and it, whether it's big or small, it doesn't matter. That's my... That's my thing. I love to find things that people love for Christmas.
1: I do too. And um, for my family, what we do for for Christmas, because there's so many of us, especially now that me and all my siblings are married and we have children, we decided about mm, four years ago to do Secret Santa. And it has been such a blessing because during the holidays, you know, money can be tight. It's hard. You want to make sure, you know, you... You know, let your loved ones know that you love them, but you don't want to go broke doing it. So we found that this was the best way for us to all give a thoughtful gift to somebody within a reasonable price point. And we all still give gifts to the kids because I think, you know. Well, Christmas is for the kids, really. I mean, they're the ones that really get the most out. And kids at heart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But really, the the kids get gifts and then we all draw a name. Um, And then what's really nice is my sister found this website. It's called drawnames.com. So instead of, you know, physically drawing a name out of a hat, you electronically draw a name and you can include a wish list to Amazon or you can just literally write down, hey, I want this. Mm. It's super helpful, especially I'm, you know, I have a few brother-in-laws that I I know what they like, but what do they really want? So it's nice that they can actually, you know, list what they want within the price point. You buy it, you order it, you send it to your house, Mm -hmm. you're good to go. Makes it so easy. And we've been doing that since... Ooh, 2016, maybe? And it's been amazing.
3: I love it. We used to do something like that in my family, but we've switched it now to where, um, unless you're with them on Christmas, there's no obligation. And since my family, we all scatter to the winds at Christmas, I don't have to buy anything for anybody. And then we just, if you happen to see something that somebody's going to really like, then you go out and do that. So, for example, I was out um, for Thanksgiving in South Dakota and I found something for my oldest sister and so she's the only one in my family that's going to get a present from me that's not a kid because <laughs> she's the only I saw something and I was like oh she's really gonna she like that and that. that's that's how we do it because in our family it's about the spirit of giving and, and you don't want to be compelled you don't there's no obligation it's just what you feel right. like doing so
1: mm-hmm. what about you Brian what do you do in your family <clears throat>
2: well um it's changed over time as things do right mm-hmm. so I came from um a, a house that had a uh, divorce remarry um so did like four christmases in Same. a day which was yep. crazy and nuts right and now this is the first year um since i've been well since i was a kid that i'm not doing anything really on christmas oh. eve like we're having it at my house so just the three of us at my house are going to do like a christmas eve thing that's nice and uh start our own tradition because it used to be we'd go to my mom's or we go to my mother-in-law's and do that whole thing and you know it's i don't know you never sleep great someone else's house and right. it's uh overwhelming bedtime is not a thing yeah. and then kids are <laughs> tired and grumpy and, yep. and parents are tired and grumpy and it's just sucky sometimes yeah it is so we said you know what enough of that we're not even together that much throughout the year you know, three of us together at the same time is pretty rare at my house, so mm-hmm. um, we are going to just stay home. Um, nice. Santa will be bringing some things, I'm thinking, and uh, they might be in the closet already upstairs, but I <laughs> uh, have to wrap those yet. But um, other than that, we're just going to hang out and do a couple of gift things with my in-laws and my parents, but nothing big and extravagant,
1: See, it's the same for me because my parents are divorced and my husband's parents are divorced, so it's back and forth all the time. Yeah. Um, but we've we've kinda got it down to an art now how we how we like to do it. Everyone's got different schedules. We always try to, you know, if we can make it work, we make it work. If we can't, we can't. Yeah. And, you know, we find a day that works best for everybody. Um, but now that I have a six month old baby, we're starting to think of new things that we wanna do. So, mm. um, growing up, what I really love to do was go driving around looking at Christmas lights not necessarily on Christmas Eve but very close to Christmas and so we want to do that with my son not that he I mean he can see the colors he can see the lights but he doesn't really know what we're doing but that's something I want to do with him we also used to read the night before Christmas the night before Christmas sure Mm -hmm. every year right it was always a thing and my mom always got like really into it and would like very you know exaggerated ooh and ah like when you know (laughs) reading the pages and Of course, we always got up super, super early. I don't know if I want to do that. (laughs) I'm okay with sleeping in a little bit on Christmas, but you can't really control it with a baby. You should
3: do that for as long as you can because it won't last. Nope, because then the kids
1: are knocking on the door. When can we open presents? Mm -hmm. But um, those are some traditions that I want to instill with my kid. And always opening one gift on Christmas Eve. That's something we've always done. I think I want to continue to do that just to kind of tide you over a little bit. What are some of your guys' traditions?
3: So we have a few in our family, some that are carryover from when I was a a little girl and some that we've adapted. My husband's family, they're divorced. And so we have two sets of family on his side to visit and then my family. So one of the things that we do that has kind of come out of my side of the family is that your Christmas Eve, you do get one gift, but it's a set of jammies. Oh, yeah. And so those are the jammies that you go to sleep in on Christmas Eve, and you wake up and you wear all day on Christmas Day. So That's fun. So everybody gets their jammies on Christmas Eve. That's their one gift. And everybody knows what you're getting, but it's still fun because you don't know specifics. You don't know what right? they are,
2: right? So it might
3: be footies, or you might have a whole family matching or, you know, different things like that. And my boys now, that's lost on them. They're 9 and 12, so they find that considerably less exciting than I do, but that's fine. Um <laughs> And then we do the cocoa and Christmas lights, usually within a week or so of Christmas. We drive around. We have our favorite neighborhoods. And then with my husband's family, they have very specific rules about how you do Christmas and you get up. You cannot wake parents up before 7 (laughs) a.m. That is not allowed. Um, Stockings are first and everybody, stockings are kind of a free-for-all. Everybody dumps them and they do them all at once, but then no presents get opened until after breakfast.
1: Oh, okay.
3: So then Christmas lasts until, like, noon. The, the present opening doesn't even finish until noon, and it's you gotta, just a you long gotta day. Just,
1: you, you extend that you as, long as, you as long you can. stretch it out as long really, as you can. Yeah. Absolutely, right. Um, speaking of pajamas, though, that's so funny because my <clears> sister used to work at Old Navy, and they have some of the best Christmas pajamas. Oh, they do.
3: It's a great place to find she the jammies. Used to, she
1: used to buy us all Christmas pajamas all the time, and it was great, and I still have a lot of them. And I like to pull them out every Christmas time and wear them. And that was something we did too. We didn't necessarily like wear them to bed and then wear them the next day. But whenever we did Christmas with my mom's side of the family, we'd open them, put them on, take a picture. It was always super fun. All right. Brian, what are some of your traditions?
2: Um, I guess mostly putting up the tree is the only one that really has any sort of like routine. I, I would say I, I try to put it up around my birthday. Oh. Uh, which is in the middle of November because I love Christmas lights mm-hmm. in my house, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, so I put it up as early as possible. And uh, this year, with like Thanksgiving being so late, I, yeah. I put it up actually even earlier than normal <laughs> because I felt like I did, wasn't going to have enough time with the tree. So um, putting that up, usually on my birthday, are right around there. Um, we usually throughout the year, if we go anywhere, we always buy an ornament where oh, we're at. Yeah. So if my wife's out on like a business trip or a doctor's conference someplace and she'll try to grab something, or if I go someplace, I'll get something or, you know, whatever. And then, uh, when we put up the tree, especially now with our kid, uh, we have stories with basically everything on the tree because we've been as a couple, almost 30 years now. So we've been on a lot of wow. vacations. So we have all these things to put up and talk about and, and, uh, each thing in there means kind of something they don't have to be on the specific place of the tree all, you know, like the same time or same place every year, but, um, we have two trees. We have the upstairs tree and the downstairs tree, and Is the, the downstairs
1: one. tree the kids' tree? Uh, no, it's just oh, no. just, the, just, just the an extra one. So when you're in tree. the basement, you have the
2: Christmas tree feel too. So I feel uh, like we could be friends. Yeah, it see is in my house too. <laughs> so luckily, it's only a two you know story house. We only have two, but um, our kid does have his own in his room now. Oh, <laughs> it's just a tiny one, it's like this big, but that's sweet, um, that's So he's got he's got his with his own little ornaments on there that he can rearrange. Um, and then we just try to keep the cat from chewing the tree. <laughs> That's, That's the, the hard part point.
1: is getting the, the pets away from the tree. Yeah. Um, speaking of ornaments, do you guys still have your baby ornament? Did you get
0: a baby ornament?
2: My mom has it. Oh yeah. yeah? And my wife has one of hers. I think.
0: Yeah. I have yeah. I have a couple of them from I guess the late '70s, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple that were broken when my son was two two to three years old, the uh, the low, we quickly learned that they couldn't be low-hanging ornaments. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. He cleaned those out.
3: I don't have any from when I was a kid. My family didn't do those, but we have all of them from when my husband was a boy. Uh, my husband passed away a few years ago, so it's something now that my kids get to put Aww, on the tree, and they get to sweet. see all these ornaments that their grandmother got for their dad and things like that. So, And then my kids get a new ornament, so they'll do the same thing when they move out. That's right, awesome. that's, Those are the ornaments that yeah. travel with them.
1: My son, I didn't actually buy it. His great aunt bought it for him. I found, this is so weird because everything that I've gotten my son recently just happens to have an elephant on it. So it's just going to be his favorite animal, I guess. But <laughs> the ornament is an elephant and it has a little string and it's also uh, dual as a toy. You can pull it on little wheels. It's mm. very cute. I almost cried when I looked at it. It's very cute. Um, but I do have mine. It's a little bear on a like a, like a little uh, rocking horse yeah so yeah. um it's i always get a little nostalgic putting that one up just you're like oh i've had that since i was a yep. baby
3: very it's cool kind
2: of fun the stories that are held in those little things you mm-hmm. know
3: i have the stocking from when i was a little girl and that's the one where i get emotional when we hang our stockings Aww. on christmas mm-hmm. eve and i go oh i remember this from when i was five so do you guys still oh sorry no it's fine do you guys still have any um like decorations
1: that you had as kids that you still include in your Christmas decor?
2: Nothing that I have in my house. That's like when I go to my mom's house, like that's just like walking back in time. That's like a lot of stuff from her and my grandma. So, you know, all the, almost all the decorations there are like 50, 60 years old, which is pretty cool. So
0: um, lots of the decorations in our house were ones that my wife had as a kid. So I I think my mom still holds on to some of ours, but it's the ones that my wife has it. As, yeah. a, as a kid, are mm-hmm. decorating our house now.
2: Yeah, it's neat. There's like a whole market for those vintage, you know, Christmas mm-hmm. things. It's pretty cool.
1: We have a, a cookie jar that um, I now just have Hershey, Hersh, Oh my gosh, Hershey's chocolate kisses in. That's mm-hmm. on our kitchen table. Tons of other stuff that um, my mother-in-law just pawns everything off on us. So yeah. <laughs> a lot of our stuff is from her. Um, but you know, it's the memories that are tied with it. Um, let's talk about food which is
0: one of my favorite parts that's, of the holiday season. Absolutely. Yeah, that's okay. that's what makes me think about uh, about Christmas. That Christmas mm-hmm. time yeah. is
1: all the good food. So what do you guys typically have Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? Do you guys have any traditional meals?
0: Well, back when my grand grandpa was alive, the traditional meals were very Norwegian. Oh. It, we had uh, we had lutefisk, oh, yeah. which none of the grandkids wanted to eat at all. Oh. It's <laughs> the most disgusting looking food that I, I can ever imagine. I don't know why anybody would ever eat that stuff. But then a whole bunch of other Norwegian foods, my favorite being lefse, which is like a really flat potato crepe-like thing that, Ooh. You, that you put butter and sugar on it and you roll it up, sort of like a tortilla. They're you know. really yummy. Oh, They're I super good. It's, it's, I think I know what those it's are. It's really good. I mean, it, there's a lot of butter that goes into making the actual lefse and then you put more butter on it <sighs> and then sugar and it's it's just it's just great. Um, and then like some Swedish meatballs. We were Our family's Norwegian, but the Swedish meatballs were very good. Um, and then some like heavy cream uh dairy desserts that were like, it was hard to even eat a few spoonfuls, they were so rich. Um and then a bunch of a bunch of cookies, but lot, lots of Norwegian themes. Um nice. we still try to hold on to.
2: Hmm. Love it. Um my mom still to this day is like the musical director at their church. Um she lives down mm probably about an hour away from Lincoln, so small town. Uh, the church is in the middle of farm fields, and it's m- most of the people that go to this church are like 60 or older. Um, not a lot of new, uh, fresh blood in the church, right? So uh, <laughs> she is the reason there's still music in the church. If she doesn't go to church, there's no music. So um, because of that, this is a busy time for her. And uh, as a kid, you know, she would play piano or organ. She was in the choir or lead the choir and did, like, the bell chorus stuff. Mm. Uh, so there wasn't a whole lot of, like, time to make a big old meal. So Christmas Eve was always a soup.
1: A soup. Mm-hmm.
2: So we've, we continued to do a soup. Um, yeah. For some reason, my wife's family, they make some oyster stew concoction.
1: You know, that is so funny because last year for Atlas Eats, we did christmas traditions and that karen's family did the same thing
2: yeah and i don't know if it's a german thing or what it is but
3: i I think it's a german thing my husband's side of the family does that
2: and that's that's where her family's interesting so um that was a big big thing was soup hot soup always no matter what it's always soup
1: what was your favorite to have um
2: potato soup probably my mom's potato soup is i would walk 500 miles for that soup it's (laughs) super good and 500 more yep I would do it
1: I don't think we have anything for Christmas Eve but we always have because Christmas Day again growing up divorced it was Christmas Eve with my mom Christmas Day with my dad and we still do it that way Christmas Day with my dad my dad is an amazing cook always has been makes the best food and a few years ago well maybe it was like 10 years ago we decided to start just having Italian food like that's just the thing that we do on Christmas Day and we've started also kind of making it like an Italian potluck. Like we all try to make a little something like lasagna, um, chicken parmesan. Very good. Nice.
3: My family doesn't do any traditional meals on purpose. We actually, somebody different gets to pick the meal every year. That's fun. And it's almost never traditional. We do things um, like last year I think it was fondue um, for the whole family. Um, We do volcanoes every couple years which is a dish that my grandmother's side of the family is created anyways um but the the things that we do that don't change are the cookies that we make we make a molasses cookie recipe that's three generations old we make Mm. um you know different treats and things like that so it's not the main meal that our traditions hold up as far as food but the the extra tasty stuff
1: yeah awesome um what about drinks like is there any i guess there's not really like well i guess there's like christmas cocktails but would have any like special
0: like, a, a couple of years ago a friend introduced me to real eggnog real eggnog yeah. so the Alt, Elton Browns aged eggnog and we have uh, we have seven chickens now we had 10 chickens before that we would take our own eggs and you use your egg yolks and then there's some there was cognac and yeah, brandy uh, cognac rum and bourbon and then heavy cream yeah, some half and half wow. a bunch of sugar it was so good it was so good um sounds amazing yeah and then then what's amazing too is when my wife and i got onto the scale um at the end of the month <laughs> and we're like oh dear the eggnog and so we've we've had to ration um, how much of it we're allowed to have can't what, have m- as much. much much smaller servings now <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
1: what do you guys just general feeling on eggnog i know that it's kind of very polarized either you love it or you hate it what do you guys
0: think
2: i drank a ton of it as a kid and now I can't. You can't, I can't really even smell it. Yeah. But my wife and my kid like it, so I don't. <laughs> I buy it for them every week. Yeah, but, but
0: the kind that you get in the grocery store in the, in the papery carton mm-hmm. it was like it was way different than yeah. the, than the stuff we made ourselves. Like it was just it was not even like the same product. And so we like I. I w- my mind was blown by it, which is why I drank way too much of it. Yeah. yeah.
3: The store I, stuff I is recipe. not good, but no. the, that Alton Brown recipe is amazing. Y- you've made it? Yes. That's yeah. so good. I need that. Somebody needs to send that to me. That sounds incredible. Yeah.
0: You Google Alton mm-hmm. Brown aged eggnog. Mm-hmm. It, it was like 2014, I think, is when he put it out there. But it, oh, it's yeah. oh, so good. So good.
3: Love it. I don't. I don't care for it. Otherwise, the store bought stuff is nothing like homemade, real eggnog. But I yeah, didn't realize when you, when you get a good recipe, it's delicious.
1: I didn't realize. I I never knew it as anything else. So that's I learned something new today. So that's mm, pretty awesome. Yeah.
2: What about Tom and Jerry? Ever heard of that?
1: So <laughs> that is actually really funny because Chris um, and Megaman um, isn't that like a South Dakota drink?
2: I don't know I've had it in Beatrice well she well she's
1: she's from there and she I was talking about for an episode of Tipsy recruiter making one, one of those
2: yeah I mean they still there's only like a couple places that make the batter still anymore I think in Wisconsin maybe they make it but um it's like old school like I remember my grandparents making that when I was like five years old, so really I mean, it's been around for a hundred years some of the the factory that still makes this batter it's up by one of my friends' houses so um it's like a I don't know, it's heated up. It's like a hot drink you can make nice. and make it on. I'm like grandparents making on the stove and on the farm. So I don't know. Some people still drink it and you don't see it around too much around here.
3: Yeah. I've never even heard of it until I, a few days ago. I haven't heard of it until right now. So what, what are you, what is this?
2: <laughs> it's, uh, it's just like a, almost, it's kind of like an eggnog base. It's like a dairy thing. And you add some booze and then some more different kinds of booze and, uh, eggs and (laughs) it's basically like a hot eggnog I guess is the best way I could describe it with some different spice in it but Hmm. the batter is apparently what makes regionally is different so Hmm. wherever you can get it but mostly it's like Minnesota, Wisconsin and I mean they they used to make it like dairy places Hmm. would have their own kind like Goodrich Dairy or something like that Hmm. but that was you know 50 years ago they did that stuff they don't do it really anymore.
1: Maybe I'll have to try to make it. Someday. Yeah,
2: I, I would like to try it. At, I never had one because I never just don't see it. If uh. I, you know, I can buy the store-bought eggnog, I guess I'll do that.
1: <laughs> right. Um, what else did we want to talk about? Let's talk
2: about a little bit about um, tunes, Christmas tunes. Christmas music. Because I have to because it's just in my DNA. Yes, I talk about absolutely. Tunes. So um, what's your go-to Christmas album? Like what's the one What's the first one you play So I And when do you decide It's okay to play it Cause there's like a big You know Bruja on the internet If you listen to the internet You're not allowed to listen To Christmas music Until like
1: christmas day so oh i've been listening to christmas music since um there's a local station here star 1045 they become the christmas station <laughs> I, at christmas time i turned that on as
0: i rolled into omaha <laughs> it brought me back <laughs> nice
1: as, as soon as they start playing christmas music that's when i think it's okay to start mm-hmm. playing christmas music yeah. so i've been listening to it for mm, almost a month
2: yeah good and good for you
1: <laughs> my husband is not as uh big of a fan of christmas music as i am Um, Honestly, I'm so millennial and I apologize, but I'm much more with like the mixes these days of like the classics and then some of the new. I love, there is this great playlist on Spotify, Indie Christmas, that is just wonderful. If you're into indie music, it's very very relaxing, very chill, some very, you know, almost like lullaby sounding covers Mm. of these Christmas songs are beautiful. But you know, you gotta love the classics too. I love some Bing Crosby. Um, I love, uh, you know, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. I did not love it so much when I worked in retail.
2: Yeah, When you hear not. it all the time. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But um, I also love, I think my favorite Christmas song is um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't, there's something about that song. It's just so soft and just an easy listen and it's been covered a million times, but I love every single version. It's just, I it, yeah. I also love to sing it. Yeah. I love singing Christmas music too. So it's always been one of my yeah. favorites. I, I think
0: two of the albums that are that I have to hear, or two of the artists are the Mannheim Steamroller. Oh, absolutely. And oh, then for the, sure. Then the Trans <laughs> <Sure. then> the <laughs> Siberian Orchestra because it's like I would never think to hear, listen to those any other time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like it's weird that it, they it's, even it's, make it's, other music. I, you I know. I know. <laughs> do do they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they do. Yeah. I, I, yeah it's yeah. like I only would think that it would come out at Christmas and mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't listen to it any other time. Interesting. So I
3: don't so much have albums that I have to listen to every year as my go-tos. I have just a few particular songs and to touch on your, when you start um, Halloween is done and Christmas music comes on <laughs> and Christmas yeah. lights are up in my house Christmas in the middle of November. Of like yours, like <laughs> it's, it's Christmas and it's not yep. just December. It's a whole season. Right. Um, But some of my favorites are actually some of the, the more silly songs. And I, I, um, go to those 40s, 50s, 60s. So I listen to Lou Monty and Ella and Bing and, you know, the, yeah. the Rat Pack. So I, I love the much older versions, um, courtesy of my grandparents. Yep. Um, but I usually start with, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas mm. and Dominic the donkey. And then after that, it's Free Rain. And my favorite of all is probably the Little Drummer Boy. But oh, good mm. one. Do you know the Dominic the donkey? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good.
2: <laughs> yep. Um, I think for me, it's... It, well, yeah, hands down, it's the Charlie Brown Christmas album. Mm. Oh, that's a good um, one. yeah. That's that probably what one. got me. I mean, I had that as a, a tape as a kid, and it's probably what got me really into jazz music. It was like my first introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to that album all year long. Like, it doesn't, it's not just a Christmas album for me because it's just great jazz. So uh, I listen to that a lot. But I, I listen to that almost every night. Like, before I go to bed, I listen yeah. to it. Kind of just puts me to sleep. I, I might usually just like to see how far I can get in the album before I fall asleep. Sometimes I make it all the way through, but uh, that one is always on. Yeah. Um, on Spotify, we have Atlas Yes, we Christmas do Christmas Playlist. We do. And I have my own two personal ones that I made because I made one. My first Christmas playlist was so big it crashed out Spotify like it maxed out. <laughs> they told me I couldn't add any more songs. It's the only playlist I have that has ever capped out. Wow. Which it has about 16,000 songs
1: in it. Oh my goodness. So oh, then wow. I,
2: built, I started another one last year and that one's up to hmm, I think about four or 5,000 right now. So wow. I have probably about 20,000 Christmas songs in my Spotify but that doesn't count my actual products that I own. Right. So I have probably about 100 Christmas CDs and 50 albums like vinyl LP albums either old pressings or new. Um, I just... I have to get one every year. That's my thing. So I get a new record every year, Christmas record. And uh watch anything I can with Christmas music on it. Like the new Casey special that was on. Mm. I watched it again last night. I still haven't watched it. Oh, I think boy. I might
1: tonight. I think you I should. might. You
2: should. It's really good.
1: It's Bye. just it's so hard because I guess just right now in Omaha, it's not very, it doesn't feel like it's Christmas yet. It's
2: 50 something degrees right now,
1: which I know I shouldn't be complaining about how nice it is. And um, yeah. Peter, you're vi- from Minnesota, yeah, right? Visit
0: me in Minnesota. It, look, it looks like <laughs> That's Christmas. The summer, it looked at, huh? looked like Christmas. Well, like on two Thanksgiving feet of snow, right? right? Yeah, it's, oh, it's gone down a little bit, but it looked a lot like Christmas on Thanksgiving. Yikes! Yeah.
1: I would, I would love for some snow right now. Like we had a snow here. What like? two weeks a couple ago? weeks ago yeah. I got so excited yeah. I was so happy <laughs> everyone else was complaining and I'm like yeah. you know what you knew what you got into when you yeah. moved to Nebraska and
3: see I love this snow as long as I don't have to go out in it so I That's will sit true. in my house and watch it snow and drink coffee or tea or you know an adult beverage because those are really the preferred <laughs> but mm. if I don't have to go out in it it's better and if I don't have to shovel it it's that that right there is winning but i i love snow i love how pretty it looks and if i could have a white christmas every year it would be the best right
1: we've been having quite a few of them recently Mm -hmm. like snow on christmas i don't know how it's gonna go this year does not look like
0: that is one big advantage of being a remote employee is you never you never have to drive (laughs) it in in the snow right that would yeah that would be nice
1: your home office is just a footstep away
2: (laughs) i like the snow um yeah, I don't like to scoop it, but once that's done, I, I still like it. You oh, know? yeah. Once it's off the street, you know, then then I'm great. So, like, last year when we had snow for, like, eight weeks on the ground because oh it was so cold, Yeah, loved it. It was so awesome.
3: Well, and it looked so pretty, and it just mm-hmm. feels, I don't know, it feels more like Christmas longer because it, yeah. it, it, it did that later in the year. Right. So, right, you get to keep the Christmas mm-hmm. feeling because right. the snow's still there. Yeah, it feels
1: like wintertime. I got to say, I don't think I could ever l- – truly live anywhere but the midwest or a place that has snow i guess i should say because i don't know
3: how i could live in a place where there's it's just not cold or snowy at christmas time we don't know we have done a couple of christmases in san diego because that's where my husband's mom lives and it is so weird to wake up on christmas day and there's palm trees (laughs) and it's 70 degrees and you know their air conditioners on and it's it's wrong is what it is. It, <laughs> you know, yes. Living where there's four distinct seasons and snow on Christmas is really the only way to go.
0: Yeah, you see fake Santa clauses set up with like, you know, like wool coats. It, it, it doesn't make sense. It's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. It It's just, and they use palm trees for Christmas trees yeah. and that's, that's just not okay.
2: That's very strange. That is very odd. That would be strange to, you know, be anywhere from anywhere but here to mm-hmm. have a Christmas like, and then to come here and have it. That would be like... I always feel like like when I see Paul from Florida, sitting, you know, like he's all so tan, tan and yeah, so tan all the time, <laughs> and then he comes, you know, some. I think last year when he was here, one day it was uh-huh. like negative ten. Oh yeah, remember that? It was like so cold. I was like starting the car outside in the parking lot just throughout the day, just to make sure it would go because right. when it was like negative thirty that day.
1: He was here um, last. It was maybe September. No, it was like May-ish. It was when I had just started, and he was up visiting, and it was a night for us—a nice spring day. Mm-hmm. It was like somewhere between forty and fifty degrees, and he was like, "It's so cold out." We're like, yeah. "What are you talking about? It's yeah. so nice." He probably today. had a parka
3: on. <laughs> he and definitely all of those has things, a big right? winter coat
2: when he comes here. Yep. He usually has yep. that. So yeah, that would be strange. Absolutely. So, what else? We got anything else you want to?
3: What's your favorite Christmas movie?
2: Oh, yeah, Let's, oh, we better hit these.
1: You know,
3: I love Christmas movies. you have Christmas movies. movie traditions, like one that you have to watch every year? Mine is, without a doubt, How the Grinch
1: Stole Christmas. It is my favorite. I watch it every year, multiple times. I, I, I do love the original animated feature. It's a classic, but the the Jim I Carrey version. I just you were talking about Jim the Carrey. The Jim Carrey yeah. version is my version. It came out when I was, uh, oh, gosh, how old was I back then? Eight, Nine. So it just, I'm so sorry. I feel like I I age everyone in this podcast. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Um, It just, it holds a very special place in my heart because it came out when I was a kid and I remember seeing it in theaters and that was like kind of the peak of his career. And so like, I just, have always been a big fan of his work anyway. And so, and I, I also love like just that particular version of the Grinch is also has a very different, message behind it like you know the whole message is you know christmas is more than gifts Mm -hmm. but also he's very like passionate about like anti-commercialism and i just feel like it's very different from the original yeah i i I like that aspect of it it's different it's a little weird but but i like that
2: yeah it is a little weird but that's okay and
1: you get a little backstory about him too you know (laughs) about his his you know old biddies and <laughs> yeah baby
2: grinch he was cute oh yeah mm. yeah
1: that was cute all right what about you guys I,
0: I think a couple that stick out for me one that one that i liked as a kid and now i i think i took a f- 15 years off from watching it was home alone oh yes and now Good one. now with kids my my kids just love it and you know they were trying to set up traps just in case burglars were going <laughs> to sneak into the house so i like that one and then also um clark griswold oh. Na- national lampoons it's like oh, family car. vacation family of course. christmas vacation yeah that that one is the uh that one's the go to Christmas Eve, uh Christmas Eve, you know, eight nine nine o'clock uh movie for us.
1: That's a good one. Yeah. Absolutely. What so about you, Brian?
2: Well, um my kid somehow, surprisingly, loves Christmas things. And <laughs> no way. last was it two years ago? Well, yeah, I think it was around two. Um, he watched around that Christmas time, um, like I have this DVD set of like all the old Rankin and Bass specials and he really liked, um, Santa Claus is coming to town, mm. has, uh, some scary things. He used to really like bad guys. That was his favorite thing. <laughs> so there's These a are couple. These all the
1: like, like not claymation, but. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Kind of. Okay.
2: So, um, it's the same company that made Rudolph. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's Rudolph one, there's that one, there's a year without the Santa Claus. There's a whole bunch of them, but, um, we watched that. As, as was his favorite thing. And we watched it like every day. We'd be watching it in July. We'd be watching it anytime. <laughs> so I've seen that 30 minute special probably a thousand times. Oh, gosh, so 30
1: I, minutes. As a kid, that seems so long. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, it seems long as an adult, too. When <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> you watch it that many after times. A, <laughs> a thousandth viewing. So that's, that's the one I've seen the most. I think, um, obviously, I like the Charlie Brown one, of course. Um, probably, oh. White Christmas.
1: White Christmas. The movie.
2: That's probably my favorite one. I just love it.
1: That's a good one, too. Yeah. What about you, Elizabeth?
3: So my, my kids were really into trains, so the one that we have to watch every year because of the boys is mm. the Polar Express Yeah, song, of course, right? Absolutely. Great and one. The Hot Chocolate song, of course. And, <laughs> um, so we do that one every year. And then my personal, um, you know, there's so many iterations of um, Scrooge, but I like the Bill Murray Scrooged one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I make a point to watch that one every year. And then on Christmas Eve, we watch The Christmas Story because my kids are now at the age where they want a BB gun, and I walk around saying, you'll shoot your eye out. So um, those are the three that we have to get through every year. And then we do love the the Rankin ones mm-hmm. with the Rudolph and the Winter Wizard and the yeah. Island of Misfit Toys and all of those mm-hmm. wonderful things. Yeah. Um, do they still do 24 hours of A Christmas Story on mm-hmm. TBS? They yeah. do,
1: yeah. That's, that's a great tradition. I am No, I of. can't watch it for 24 hours. <laughs> Once is enough. Well, it's nice to just have it on in the background. You don't have to watch it every single time it's on. Yeah. Just you know, kind of background. It's noise. just
2: comforting to know it's there. Yeah. yeah.
1: That one constant. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what changes, you have a Christmas story. Yeah. So what's your guys', I guess, just to kind of close things out, your favorite part of Christmas? What is what is the best part for you?
2: Oh boy. Oh, that's a, a big question. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> hmm. Uh, well, for me, it's the music, and it's the sad music. I love sad Christmas songs. They're my favorite. I love sad music. It's my favorite thing. And there's a lot of sad Christmas songs. So, like the one you were talking about, that's I think a sad Christmas song. To
1: have yourself. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Um, it just seems to be a good uh, like not not hit making, but it's just like a lot of songs um, dig out of those those feelings of missing home or not gonna be home or um, heartbreak. Uh, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So for me it's hearing Judy Garland sing that song. Like yeah, that's, that's my a, favorite, that's right? That's a fantastic version of that so, song. So um that's for me that's my favorite part and then just um now being outside of myself as a dad it's doing things with him and mm-hmm. those traditions that's the thing I like the most. Um so that's what I got.
0: I I think I I really like it when I can get out and do something like like skiing out, outdoors um we used to do that a lot with my grandparents. Go, you know, we—I don't know how many. You know, it's hard to keep track when you're a kid, and you know, it seemed like all the time, but it probably wasn't all the time. We were—we go out to Colorado, and sometimes over Christmas, New Year's break, and get to go skiing, and and now it's fun every now and then, even if even if it's just the local ski hill in Minnesota during that break to get the kids out there. I, my my son's five, but I had him up on skis when he was three, and you know. People are looking at me sort of funny as this kid who's you know barely two feet tall is going yeah. down going down the mountain but aren't excuse me it's not a mountain it's a tiny little hill Little hill yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's it's fun to, to do that because it, it connects me to a, like even in my mind a picture that i have of myself skiing at his age you know out in colorado so um yeah. and those are the things i that's what i really like to do and plus in pleasant minnesota you know if you embrace the snow yeah. it's a lot easier to tolerate it for so right. long yeah
1: right. exactly
3: mine my favorite part isn't so much a a thing um we like you we have all the ornaments that go on the tree and they all have memories and so my favorite part is all the decorations and the lights and stuff because they have they hold so much memory and they have you know it's just full of happy thoughts and it's a whole season of just family and warm and happy and I sound really lame and cheesy right now but that's fine I agree Um, I I love Christmas lights and things like that just make me happy. So my favorite part is is the Christmas lights and the decorations mm-hmm. because people put so much effort and thought into that and and it's just you can feel it.
1: I would agree. I would say that's probably my favorite part too. I just like kind of like the end of the year. I I love reflection. And, you know, looking into, at least at Christmas time, I always try to look at, you know, what are the great things that happened this year? And what can we look forward to next year? What can we bring into the next year? And I I would agree, the warm, the happiness, the family. And I know that's not, you know, true for everybody. Sometimes Christmas is really hard for people, especially if you've lost a loved one a loved one or you know I guess in the case for our travelers you get back to your family right exactly like our travelers yep if you're away from your family at Christmas time that's always really tough um so I I understand that it, it is not an easy time for everybody but I think you know as we as we go on you know Christmas time for me at least has always been a very happy time with family with friends and just getting to spend that time together I have a friend that um, after high school moved away and Christmas is one of the few times she comes back and we always get together and these are friends that I've had since like middle school. We've been friends for so long. We always make that time to get together and always give each other some little gifts. It's never anything extravagant. I will say my favorite gift I gave them was these lavender neck warmers that I really wanted to buy for myself, but I didn't and I regret it. (laughs) I don't think they make it anymore, but just having that time To be with people you love, people that are important to you, and everyone's just so happy, you know. Well, most people, you know, unless you're a Grinch or you know, just you don't like this time of year. But I, I personally just love it for that too. Just the warmth and the coziness of Christmas time. You know, curling up, watching a Christmas movie, having a cup of hot chocolate. Gathering around the tree, reading Christmas stories. It's perfect
3: for sitting on the sofa listening to music. It is. Under a blanket or, you know, with cocoa or something mm-hmm. or in front of a fire.
1: Yeah, before you get to the daunting months of like January and February where it's just it's cold before, and Before sad. winter gets
3: old and cold and frustrating. Exactly. Oh,
0: yeah, one thing, Jamie, like you said, it's a chance to look back and then also look for- forward. One of the things we've done for the last, uh, I don't know, probably 10 or 12 years, which i you know, just thinking about was my wife and I have made a calendar you know a shutterfly that where it's like you know we put pictures on there of everything we've done from the you know the previous year and we try to get them in the appropriate months mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we give those to to our parents and Aww. and you know we make one for ourselves too and then like the whole next year you get to see like oh this is what we were doing last year mm-hmm. last january and you know oh, so it's really it, neat it's fun it's fun in december to look back at what you did and then it's also like fun the, the whole next year as you flip a month and you're like oh yeah i, I remember mm-hmm. that and i was. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're doing something cool in June or whatever. Just making sometimes, more memories. Yeah,
2: sometimes you gotta really look for pictures from August. Yeah. 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 Like August certain is times a tough you one. don't do anything, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like always heavy at the beginning and the end of the year. And it's
0: like yep. in the middle, where you're like, oh, what, what did we do? It's, it's always hard to get a good December picture too, because you're like rushed it, you rushed yeah. to get the calendar done so you can yep. you can turn it around.
2: <laughs> I, I too am a
0: shutterfly guy, so I, I know those troubles. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us to talk about Christmas time.
0: Yeah, no, pleasure to be here. I'm sorry, I was sorry, I was late. Oh no, you are you are fine. We're
2: you bu- won't get cold this year. Don't <laughs> worry.
1: We are bu- we are all busy this time of year. Um, Brian and I will be back for a few more episodes to talk more about Christmas, Christmas traditions, memories, gift giving, gift getting. Yeah. As we've learned, is That's also right. <laughs> also a one good of the part. best things. Um, but until then, you guys have a very merry Christmas and. Um, have a cup of hot chocolate on us.
2: Or that Alton Brown.
0: Or uh, yep. that Alton Brown. Yeah, that too. Yeah, look at that up aged eggnog. Dang. Oh, so good. <laughs> we'll see you guys. <laughs>